mentioned in the prayer, today we're continuing to move forward in our summer rhythm where we change up the pace in July and in August, and we go one step beyond, a step beyond just responding or hearing the Word of God, but where we actually take a deep dive together. We take a deep dive and we experience, we taste and see, and we point to one another who Jesus has been in our life. And it's been excellent to be able to hear from different folks, different leaders, different congregants over this last month. And today we're going to have the opportunity to continue in that spirit, in that same rhythm of sharpening one another. As scripture says, right? As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another, so one person sharpens another. So one, uh, one member of the church can sharpen another member of the church. And so I'm so glad that we have the chance to hear stories of hope in Christ from our community, where each person today, just as they have in the past few weeks, will be sharing what their hope in Jesus Christ has looked like, especially in this past difficult season that we've all been navigating together. And then they'll each give us a word of encouragement for how we can experience the hope in Christ as a community in the year to come. And really, one of the theme verses that we've been using uh, with this season of testimonies, which um, we'll be doing today, and this will be the, the final official one. Next week, we'll be doing a Q&A, and then in August, we'll be uh, in a series called Heart of the Matter, where we're going to be taking all of the, the questions that we bring forward, and we're going to be responding to all of those questions around God, faith, the Bible, Christianity, um, any of those doubts or any of those questions that you've just had lingering in your mind. In August, we're going to have an opportunity to engage all of those together. Um, and uh, we're also going to be uh, hearing from a couple of different voices within our congregation as well in the beginning of August. But one of the key verses that we've been looking at throughout our summer is Luke one thirty seven, which reminds us, and Danny said it earlier, that for nothing will be impossible with God. Nothing will be impossible with God. We actually sang that earlier today, right? Nothing is impossible with God. That comes straight from the scriptures. And when we sing that, that's also our prayer. And I want you to be able to listen to these testimonies through with that lens, with that in mind. For nothing will be impossible with God. Nada es imposible para nuestro Dios. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our hope and our confidence. Because the truth is that circumstances come and go. And that's part of what we testify here together. But our confidence is in the one who cannot be shaken. So I'm excited today to be able to be encouraged, to be strengthened and to fill up our hope and our joy once again through the voices here in our church. And, um, and today, again, I would love the opportunity for everyone to be able to do this, but we only had a few weeks to do it, so we, we, we pick different people throughout the year, and then next year perhaps God will call you, and in Thanksgiving we'll have another opportunity for a Thanksgiving uh, testimony uh, service as well. 
But um, today we're going to hear from three different voices. We're going to hear from uh, from our sister Alma, from uh, Mandy, and from David and Liz Martinez. And so we're really, really excited to be able to hear from them today. But I want you all to uh, give a big Imago welcome to each one of them. But we're going to start with our sister Alma. Uh, Alma, would you go ahead and come up here and join us? And I think Pedro's back there, so if, uh, hermano Pedro, if you're back there, uh, he's, he's kind of keeping guard over there. Oh, okay, he says he's, he's keeping an eye on the door. So um, he's praying from over there for uh, Sister Alma. So, um, yeah, you can go ahead and, and have a seat if, if you prefer or stand, um, whatever's easier for you. And um, really the question that we're asking everyone, and even if there's a, a scripture or, um, or anything that the Lord has put in your heart today, um, uh, should we move a little bit? Um, even if, if uh, whatever the Lord has put in your heart today, Hermana Alma, Sister Alma, can you share with us just how in this season and in your journey with God, how has that looked like? And how have you been able to experience hope, esperanza, hope in Christ throughout this time. And I know you had a particular story that you wanted to share with the congregation as well, right? So, um, yeah, let's just go ahead and hear from you in that, and then we'll take an opportunity to pray and ask you to pray for us as well. Amen? Good morning, everyone. My hope in Christ is the power of prayer. Because I know that when we uh, pray and we have faith, God listens to us. And that's my hope in Christ. That I know that when I'm battling something, I'm going through stuff, I know that I can lean on God and pray and he listens to me. The hope that you find is just that promise from God that we can enter into his presence and be with him yeah, in that's, prayer. That's yeah. his promise, mm-hmm. that he will never leave us or forsake us. Amen. Amen. Wow. And I know God has used you in amazing ways over the years here to lead others in prayer and to be part of prayer groups also. Yes. So we're so grateful to hear that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I really believe in, in the power of prayer. I know that sometimes we pray and we want things done right now, but it's not when we want now. It's God's time. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to share this, and I hope I don't cry. <laughs> so I have a big testimony. It happened, I always pray for my kids, especially when they get out of the house. The older ones get out of the house. Um, they, you know, they get out of the house and Sadly, we live in an ugly world. We have to keep him in prayer. So like about three years ago, it was about four in the morning, a police officer came and knocked our door. I didn't know it was a police officer. He just came and knocked the door, and it was really hard. And I'm like, what's going on? So I got up, and I looked through the window, and it was, and it was a police officer. And when I saw it was a police officer, my blood went like, up and down, and I'm like, why, why, why is he here? What happened? And I looked through the um, uh, driveway, 
and I didn't see one of the cars. And I'm like, you know, as moms, we think the worst. So I go and get dressed and open the door. And he said, he goes, I have your son in the car. And I'm like, what did he do? And he goes, well, you may want to come outside. So I went outside and he had him in the car. And he goes, um, there was, uh, he was, I was patrolling. He goes, and there was uh, many people calling 911. He goes that there was a man um, that had, they didn't know if he was dead or he had fell asleep in the car. So he was the first one to get there. So when he got there, and this is where God's power, it, it was a miracle what happened to my son. When the police officer got there, my son was asleep in the wheel like this. And it's a very, very busy intersection. He got out of the freeway, and it's Novo and Acres. You know how busy that is. You get out of the freeway, and then on the same exit, you can also go back on, on the freeway, 198. And Acres is just going up and down. It's very busy. He, the officer said that he didn't know how he didn't hurt anyone, and he didn't get hurt. Because the car was on drive. Yes. The, and you know this is God. God was protecting my son. The car was on drive. So he got him out of the car. And he's like, what are you, what happened? And boys, you know, at that age are doing things that they don't supposed to. So he got him out of the car and um, got his driver license, checked him and everything, got the car out of the way because he, he was just right there on the exit. And cars were, you know, avoiding him because he was right there. Um, he made it cause an accident, but thank God he didn't. So he got him out of the area. And when he was checking his record, this is what he told us. When he was checking his record, something told him, and that was the Holy Spirit. Don't do nothing. Put everything back on the car and take him home. He belongs to a good Christian family. And he, that's when he decided that he was not going to give him a ticket, that he was going to take him home to us. So that's exactly what he did. He took him home, didn't write a ticket, nothing. And he goes, hurry up. He goes, because I parked the car under the bridge. He goes, uh, before someone else passes by and calls a towing truck. And we got there, Pastor. The car was parked. And you know this is all God, God's grace. The, park, the car was parked really nice. The police officer didn't give him a ticket. Nothing. He took him home to us. But he was guided by the Holy Spirit. And he shared that because when he left, we thanked him and we blessed him. And that's when he shared that. He goes, you know what? Thank you. He goes, it worked out both ways. He goes, who knows? I'm out there. He goes, and I'm out on the road all the time. He goes, something might have happened to me. He goes, and you guys... I needed these blessings. He goes, so he worked out both ways. So no ticket, nothing. He took him home to us.
he was able to just come back home. Yeah, wow. he dropped him off to us. He didn't give him a ticket, nothing. Wow. And it's so funny that I thought it was just one officer, and the because uh, we didn't tell no one. So like a few months ago, I was telling one of his aunts that it's not a believer, and I was telling her, "Well, God does amazing things. God watches our kids. God is amazing." And I was sharing the story with her. He was right there sitting next to her. And he goes, well, mom, just to let you know, he goes, it wasn't just one officer. I said, well, I said, well, only one of them came here. He goes, it was like 12 of them that arrived at the scene because they thought I was dead and because they had numerous calls, many people called. Yeah. So out of all of those officers, none of them decided to arrest him. And that one officer was guided by the Holy Spirit and said, take him home. He belongs to a Christian family. Amen. 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 Thanks be to God. One of the reasons that, well, thank you so much, Sister Alma, Hermana Alma, for sharing that. We love you and your family and your four sons, uh, two older ones, two younger ones, and um, that was your second oldest, right? And yeah, we like to hear these specific stories because the story of the gospel is really the story of stories where we can really hear all of these stories in God's story as well. And that's what you specifically said. Even what was intended for something that wasn't going to benefit him. Even though in many ways, as, you, as I think is part of the story, there were things that he did wrong. But God restored that. For the good. And he learned his lesson. Yeah. And, and that, brought him back home. And that yeah. car being on drive, he said somebody was watching him. I don't know how the, that car was on driving. He was just knocked out and sleep in the car. Yeah. Wow. But you know, the, it's him up there, God, that watches our kids when we're asleep comfortable. He's out there. Amen. The hand of God's protection. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a prayer we can all relate to here seeking and asking for the Lord's hand of protection with our children, with those loved ones that we have, especially as we go out and about. And we thank you so much for sharing that, for sharing that from the heart. And um, I just want to ask you, Hermana Alma, Sister Alma, to just pray, pray for us, pray for the families of this church, especially in the stage of life that you're in too, where with your children, Part of being a mom and a Christ-centered mom is to point them to Christ in all things, but knowing you have to entrust them into the hands of God as well. So um, if you can please go ahead and pray, pray for the families of the church, and, um, and then we'll, at the end, we'll take an opportunity to pray for you and your family as well. Yeah. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for letting us be here father god for worshiping you father god i thank you father god for who you are thank you for everything that you have done in our lives father god and everything for everything that you will do father god because i know that you have uh, great things in store for us yes. father god and father god um I pray, Father God, for all the families from Imago, Father God, that you bless them, Father God, that you protect them, Father God, 
that you put a, a shield around them, Father God, in their homes, Father God, in our children, Father God, that are going to be ready to uh, go to school, Father God. Mm-hmm. May you protect them, Father God, put a shield around our children, Father God, protect them for, from any virus, Father God, from any evil, Father God, from anything out there, Father God. May you protect them from anything bad, Father God. May, may we... Keep praying so that you can protect him, Father God. We know that we put him in your hands, Father God. You will protect him. Because even though we are not there to protect him, you are, Father God. Like the testimony that I share, Father God. I was not there with my son, Father God, but you were there. Your spirit was was there, Father God. And same thing I ask, Father God, for my family here in Imago, Father God. May you protect them, Father God. May you supply their needs, Father God. And I ask you, Father God, for um, all the ones that are sick right now, Father God, especially Brother Ruben, Father God. Yes, may God. you put a hand God. over yes, him, Jesus. Father God. May you put your healing hand over him, Father God. Yes, God. We ask you for a miracle, Father God, from his body, from heal him, Father God, from his head to toe, Father God. I leave all this prayers in your precious name. Amen. 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 Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. I'm so grateful for just the leaders God raises up here at Imago and uh, mighty women of God, women of valor, women of prayer. And I'm so grateful for um, Sister Alma, for her passion for prayer. She regularly praise for those in the congregation and um we're just excited and thankful for that story that just came from the heart how even when we're powerless god has power amen you know one of the the amazing parts of testimony is um really just being able to to be the proof of god of god at work in our lives and there's a very um, uh, technical word that I once heard someone say that the people of God are actually the proof of God. The people of God, um, through their testimony, the word of their testimony, are really the, the proof of God in some ways, right? God at work through um, flesh and bone. God in spirit um, working out here on earth. And... Um, I want to be able now to be able to welcome our sister Mandy, Mandy Fuentes. So let's go ahead and give her some Imago love. We thank God for you, Mandy, and the journey that God has had you and your family in. And um, we just want to hear also from you. Can you just share a bit of how you've been able to hold on to your hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, what has your journey with God looked like? And a word of encouragement for the congregation as well. Yeah. So um, there's always just so much, you know, if you think about, you know, your journey with God, so you try to take out all the, all the substance out of it, you know? Um, and basically there was a post that someone had shared and I, thought, wow, that's awesome. It sums it all up. But it says, um, my story is filled with broken pieces. Terrible choices. And ugly truths. 
It's also filled with a major comeback, peace in my soul, and a grace that saved my life. Amen. Amen. So, um, so I thought, okay, well, what does the world think that a comeback is? Hmm. You know, um, a comeback to me is, you know, what's been, what it's been in my life is, you know, I was lost, and then I was found. Amen. Um, I was dead, and now I live. Amen. Amen. I was broken, but now I'm blessed. Wow. And I struggle, but it's a blessed struggle, you know? Um, I just would like to encourage everyone um, to not give up on God, because God will never give up on you. Mm -hmm. No matter which season you are in your life, um, like Brother Danny said, you know, God is not scared of mm-hmm. your questions. <laughs> He's not intimidated by anything. And what's impossible with man is possible with God. And you look around and you wonder, where are we going? We don't know. But we have a God that we can trust. And, um, and he's faithful. And he knows. And he wakes us up every morning for that reason. So, um, that's, you know, that's my truth. You know, um, I, I feel like I constantly go through a lot, but I feel like the more that I go through, the more that God shows me and the more resilient I become and the stronger my faith is, you know, for so many years, I've always asked God, God, use me, use me. Well, you don't know what that's going to look like. You know, you think it's going to be easy, but it's not. Because there are people that need to know that things are not easy. They are difficult, but, you know, like, uh, brother, um, our brother said, you know, like, it's, it's hot, but it's beautiful. <laughs> there's so much that we could complain about, and there's so many things that, um, that can distract us or discourage us. But yet there's so many beautiful things that God is doing and he continues to do. So um, I, my verse that I wanted to go to today to share with you is in Philippians. You wanna... Let's see. It says, it's in Philippians 4.8 and it says, finally... Excuse me. Brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Hmm. So that's what I do every day. Um, and I also realize that um, everything that I go through, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a process, you know, and God is there with me, you know, and God is teaching me something through Every single thing that I go through, every doubt, wow. everything, you know, it's all, it's just a blessed struggle, you know? Mm. And I know that, um, you know, I ask myself, like, I have to ask myself every morning, examine myself, like, who am I? You know, mm-hmm. who I am is not what I do. Mm. It's not my job, you know, who I am is that I'm a child of God, you know, yeah. and I've been commissioned. 
And that's not to like back down, you know, if anything, it's to, you know, gear up, you know, in mm-hmm. prayer mm-hmm. and um, whatever that might look like, you know, everybody has different struggles and different, you know, weaknesses, whatever it might be. But God even uses those, you know, to to work through us. Um, I was here late this morning because I met I had a client this morning and um, and it, God reminded me because. I was there with him, and and um, and I thought sometimes I ask myself like, you know, of course, like what you do, you know, and and sometimes you wonder like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And then you meet with families that need that hope as well, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so this young family, I was talking to them, and we started talking about God, you know. And I was like, wow, you know, it, they always just remind me that I'm exactly where I need to be, mm. even though I don't understand it. I'm exactly where I need to be. Yeah. And, um, and she asked me to pray for her wow. when I left. So um, I said, okay, I said, I will. And um, oh, and another thing too, that's really resonated with me is um, like, I feel like everything that I've been through in my life, I, I wouldn't change it for anything because I feel like it made me the person that I am today, you know, like, I'm proud to be able to be up here praising God, yes. you know, thanking yes. Jesus. Yeah. You know, if that's what it took mm. or if that's what needed to happen in order for me, to, for me to be up here, grateful to God, you know, then so be it. Um, and God uses those hard places too, those hard experiences or those struggles, you know, because, you know, we need to be able to share our story because sometimes people are going through that same thing, but they mm. don't feel like they might be in the dark and we might be that little bit of light that's going to help them cross over, you know? Yes, yes. And how would we know unless we've gone through it? You know, mm. there's going to be some people mm-hmm. that, that, I, that I'm going to reach because of what I've been through. There's going to be some people that only you can reach because of your experiences, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, like, I read something and it said, no matter what in your life, Sometimes we think like, oh, like this is not what my life should have been or else, or I do sometimes, you know, um, not that I don't love it or anything like that. But I think just like the hard parts, of course, you know, like who doesn't naturally want something easy? Mm-hmm. Um, so um, it says it said God's um, your plan B was always God's plan A, mm-hmm. you know. So no matter what it is, don't think like, what if, or this, or I should do this. It's, that's not what it is. Like, God has always been in control, and wow. he was always going to use what it was. Like, that's what it is. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And, you know, just um, thanking God every day, you know, and just trusting the process. Yes. Trusting the process and not, you know, taking it all in, just being grateful and, and being humble and just inviting God into my heart and staying close to him so he could stay close to me. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thanks be to God. Yes. And we'll ask you to pray for the congregation in that same uh, uh, spirit as well. I love the words you used. It's a struggle and a blessed struggle. God is there. And in fact, some of you may or may not know this, but, you know, uh, the people of God, right, in the Old Testament were called Israel, named after Jacob wrestled with God. Mm-hmm. 
after Jacob struggled with God. Israel actually means those who struggle with God. <laughs> so the people of God are <laughs> those who are a part of the blessed struggle. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. And uh, Sister Mandy, would you pray for our congregation as we navigate the process of blessed struggle in our lives? Yes. Thank you, Lord Father, for this day, Lord God. Thank you for our brothers and sisters in Christ, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord Father, for the work that you're doing in us, Lord Father, that blessed struggle, Lord God, whatever that might look like, Lord Jesus. I pray, Lord God, that um, whatever it is that we are needing today, Lord Father, whether it be healing, whether it be just, um, you know, um, just, just uh, what is that called? I'm sorry. I've been mm -hmm. practicing this prayer where I just renounce, you know, things that I feel like are burdening me. Mm -hmm. um, just whatever it is that they need, peace, you yes, know, um, deliverance, um, you know, if they need more faith, Lord God, whatever it is, I just pray, Lord God, that you would meet their need today, Lord God, that, that you would heal them, Lord Father, in whatever area that hurts, Lord Father. And I pray, Lord Father, that they would not be ashamed, Lord Father, of um, anything that has happened in their life, Lord Father, yes, that they God, would know, Lord God, all, that they are Jesus. accepted yes, and that they are not a project, Lord Father. Yes, they are not a victim. They are victors in you, Lord God. And it's always been a part of your plan, Lord Jesus, to help bring others out, Lord Father. I just pray, Lord God, that you would just continue to work through us. I pray that the Holy Spirit, Lord Father, would continue to work in our hearts and move in our spirits, Lord Jesus, and that we would thirst for your word, that we would thirst for righteousness, and that you would just enlighten us today, Lord God, that you would just continue to use us in a mighty way and just help us be all that you have called us to be. We don't know how much time we have here on this earth, Lord God. But whatever time that is, Lord God, I pray, Lord Father, that your word and your praises would continuously come out of our mouths. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thanks be to God. Wow. Well, just before we close out in our time of prayer, we'll have time for one more. And uh, we're actually going to invite both uh, Lizbeth and David Martinez to, uh, to come up, and they will share with us as we prepare to close out for today. And one of the reasons why we're sharing stories and testimonies in particular is because that is how we actually, it, God loves story. God loves narrative as well. The Word of God, the Bible, is made up of different parts, including, uh, you know, um, gospels, prophecy, um, uh, books of wisdom, and also uh, narratives as well. And narratives are actually the largest portion of the entire Bible, stories. God telling us stories where we can experience him. And so um, Liz and David, we wanna invite you into that. Tell us um, how, you, how, how this journey with God has been and how you have been able to hold on to your hope in Christ. And I think we all wanna move a little bit more um, here um, toward for those online um, to, to get, is this good, Eris? Okay. So can you just share with us a little bit of how your journey with the Lord has been and how you've held on to your hope in our Lord Jesus Christ? Well, 
Good morning. It's a little different being on this side of like speaking to the congregation than leading worship. So, um, <laughs> but it's always a blessing to just be up here and just share what the Lord has um, done in my life, but also has done in our lives. Um, but where I could start is, um, it's funny that um, Sister Mandy shared, well, I came across an Instagram post. I did as well. And that's where um, it kind of came about as like God this means something to me. What do you, what do you want me to understand from this? So it's, it, it goes like this. We often think Christian maturity is needing help less and less wrong. Maturity is realizing how dependent we are on Jesus more and more. Hmm. Self-resilience is self-sabotage. Um, so when I was reading this and I was telling the Lord, Lord, what do you what are you telling me? What do you want me to say? Um, I told myself I wasn't going to cry. <laughs> but to be more dependent on him. Amen. Um, I'm imperfect. I'm not a perfect person. And I go through challenges and I go through obstacles in life too. Whether if it's I forget to pray, whether if, I to, whether if it's I forget to have one-on-ones with the Lord, whether if it's I forget to pray for my husband, whether if it's I forget to pray for my family, whether if it's I forget to pray for myself, for my church community, whether if it's I just forget, you know, what it means to follow the Lord. What does that look like, right? Um, I mean, when I mean being dependent on the Lord is no matter what season I'm in, to always run to him. To not go the opposite way, to not feel like I have to be independent and do it on my own because I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking that I need help less, thinking that I don't need his help, thinking that I could do the walk on my own, thinking that I could carry my cross on my own, which I can't. I can't do it on my own. I need to depend on the Lord because when I don't depend on the Lord, I, su- I lose my sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. I lose my sense of direction. I lose my sense. Everything's foggy, right? Everything feels nothing's going into place things just get harder in life things don't get easier they get harder when we don't depend on the lord Mm. um Mm -hmm. and that's what i feel like the lord has put on my heart is how to be dependent on him always no matter what season no matter if i feel like dropping my cross pick it back up because i can do it i know i can um And that's my hope for you, that Mm. no matter what season you're in, whether if it's a good one, whether if it's a bad one, that the Lord, that you continue to put your dependency on the Lord because he's the only one that can get you through this life. You can't do life without the Lord. And that's what I feel like the Lord is putting in my heart. Um, So, yeah. And the verse that I had was John 15, 1 through 8, and it goes like this. "I I am the true vine. And my father is a gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. So that it will be every more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It it must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. 
apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be given to you. This is the Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Wow. Amen. 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 Thanks be to God. Brother David, is there a, a word or phrase of hope that you would want to share as well just before we close out and pray today? Yeah, I just want to say um, that no matter what season or what you're going through, um, and you, you may feel sometimes that God's not there, but in reality, He is there, and He He's uh, he, He's there, and and He's He knows what you're going through, and and he's there for you. And you may not feel like he is, but he is there. Um, you may not see it at the moment, but um, you will. You eventually will will see that, like, wow, he, he was there. Like, he, he's been there the whole time, even though I thought he wasn't there. And yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you both so much. I'm going to pray for us all as we prepare for our final song of worship. So let's just go now before the throne as we prepare our hearts to close out in worship after hearing these amazing testimonies together. Let's pray. Gracious God, we thank you because you are real, Lord God. If we had any doubt, Lord, we've now heard stories, real stories of real people being able, Lord, to just point to you in their lives, Lord. To be able to say, look, look at God. Even when I made choices for destruction, you used it for good and you brought my child back home. Look at God. Even when I have struggled, you have used all of that to make me new. You have used chaos to bring order. You have used challenge to bring newness. You have used weakness to show off your strength, God. And thank you, Lord, for even this final encouragement that reminded us to abide. I pray, God, that today we would turn and make that decision to abide in you, Jesus. No longer just dependent on ourselves or fully just dependent on others, but dependent on you, living Lord Jesus Christ, the vine in which we get all life, Lord. And Lord, you don't mince words in that passage. You tell us very, very clearly that apart from me, you can do nothing. Help us, Lord God, to be able to receive that and the other part of the promise. But when you abide in me, all things are possible. Nothing is impossible, Lord. And God, thank you for even that final reminder that when we don't see you, when we don't feel you, you are there, God. And Lord, I just pray that today would be an opportunity for all of us to take that next step in increasing faith. And what we've learned, Lord, is that 
increasing faith is not in increasing ourselves, but it's in decreasing ourselves so that you would increase in our lives, Lord. It's in admitting our powerless. It's in admitting our struggle. It's in admitting our limitations, Lord God, so that you would show yourself strong and mighty. That's what we're doing today, Lord. We're surrendering. We're trusting you, Lord, to do that good work that you began in us, Lord God. Bring it all to completion for your glory, for your honor's sake. And Lord God, may we hold on to those precious words from your scripture, Lord, in the book of Revelation, that hallelujah, we have overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Thank you, Jesus. Receive it all for your glory and receive this final song as an aroma of sweet praise. In the faithful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let's stand and close with this final.